welcome to the EQFit podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. Today I have the opportunity to share one of my favorite discoveries. Creating a winning mindset when selling to others. So when do we sell? I wish I had a dollar for every time someone said to me, I am not a salesperson. The fact is, We are all salespeople, whether we call ourselves that or not. So when are we salespeople? Obviously, if we are selling something to someone else, right? I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. But there are other ways when we fall into a sales mode, when we lead others. Leadership is selling ideas, direction, vision, to get buy-in from other people. This results in influence. So leadership is about influence, which means you have to sell your ideas. You have to sell in a way that people will follow you. Conflict resolution is another element where sales and negotiation take place. Relationship building is selling. We are selling someone on why they should have a relationship with us. Helping or serving others. How can that be sales? Someone has to receive our help for our help to be service to them. That means we have to sell them on the idea of why they should allow us to help them. Raising children or grandchildren. Selling them on why they should behave in a certain way. Education, selling the value of learning and educational processes. Selling ourselves to do the things that we know will help us in our lives and our work. Selling to ourselves. So yes, we're all salespeople. It is how we look at sales that makes a difference. When people tell me they are not a salesperson, it is probably because they've had a specific and mostly negative view of an experience they had with someone trying to sell them something. From this, they have created a context of never wanting to be like that. That's great. Don't be like that. But you will still need to understand something really important here, how to influence others including yourself. So I want you to think influence instead of sales. The societal picture of selling is based on a perception of someone using a specific sales technique to influence somebody to buy something. Everyone has had an experience with a salesperson who's trying to sell them based on a technique-only approach. Most of us did not enjoy that experience very much. Why? Because there was no real connection or trust involved in that experience. 
we may have felt pushed or pressured into buying. And if we did buy, maybe we even regretted it later. Let me suggest a better way forward. When done right, selling is enjoyable for everyone. How can that be? Because there is a specific process to sell that makes it enjoyable. What is that process? Connecting with people and building trust generates influence. And if you will think of selling as influencing, where you're building connection with people and you're building trust with people, that is going to generate influence and increase the amount of influence you have with them. Isn't that what selling is? Building up enough influence to convince someone that they should go the direction you want them to go. But I want you to think about replacing the word sales with influence. Replace the word selling with influencing. There's a very simple but powerful concept on how to build influence with another person. I call it the investment model. If you want to influence someone else, then deposits of connection and trust building are needed. It does not matter whether the sales cycle is short or long. This is a proven path to success. Now, this is where many salespeople might argue that sounds a lot like relationship selling and relationship selling is dead. No, no, not just no, 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 no. (laughs) Wrong on all accounts. This is a model based in neuropsychology. If you want to learn more about that, go to our website, eqfit.org, check it out. Notice that the connection plus trust equals influence model, what I call the investment model, is in a very specific sequence. First comes connecting with someone. Then comes trust building. Well, you can't really build trust with somebody if you haven't connected with them, right? I think that makes sense. Out of these come increased influence. Think of it as an influence bank account. The more deposits of connection and trust you make, the greater the amount of influence you will have to spend. That is when you can use techniques to influence or to sell to others. The more influence that you have built up, the more you move on a continuum starting with a basic level, and I'm going to go back to using sales terminology here. You move from a salesperson, just another salesperson, to a preferred vendor. But there's a level beyond that called trusted advisor. That is the highest level that you can reach when you're selling to others, whether it's selling as a salesperson or whether it's leadership, when you become a trusted advisor, your influence is at such a high level that you can do more, 
you can create more, you can innovate more, the team works better together. There's so many benefits to building that influence bank account. So what position do you want to have? Do you want to be a salesperson like all the rest of them? Do you want to be a preferred vendor? Or do you want to be that trusted advisor? If we're going to win at selling to others or influencing others, it has to start with our mindset. And I want to focus on that for a few minutes because our mindset is so critical to our success in selling and or leading others. I've been through more than a dozen sales training courses, uh, certifications in my life from a variety of different sales organizations. And I've read dozens of books on sales by the world's leading sales trainers and experts. They're all helpful for sure. But there has always been something missing for me. Then I discovered what was missing. It was getting the right mindset. And okay, some of those authors, some of those people talk about mindset. Most of them, though, don't talk about it from a deep level of neuroscience or neuropsychology. That's what I want to talk about. Okay, let me get very specific here. What do I mean by mindset and this, this concept of using neuroscience and neuropsychology to be successful in sales or in leading other people? The base skill set underneath all of that is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the foundation for most soft skills. And it plays a massive role in the ability to sell at a high level or influence others at a high level. So I have a, a visual in front of me, and I know that you can't see it, but I'm going to describe it for you. There's two uh, people in this picture, and really it's just from their neck up. And what we're seeing is a picture of their brains. And there are these lines coming from each person's brains that are meeting in the middle. Why is this important? I'm going to read you the statement under that picture that I think will help you understand why mindset is so important. Sales are made in the shared mind space, the emotional and rational environment where the salesperson and the buyer meet. What does that look like? The salesperson or the leader creates a shared mind space and invites other people in. So let's stick with the salesperson analogy for a minute. The salesperson creates a mind space and invites the buyer into that mind space. It needs to be inviting. It needs to be comfortable. There needs to be a place of shared need, shared information, 
in a way that is comfortable for everyone, in a way that is productive for everyone. And when that happens, that's when the neuroscience of sales really kicks in. So I want you to consider something. Consider how many times emotions, which are neurotransmitters generated by what we experience, how many times do emotions impact the decisions that we make and the actions that we take? I had a salesperson I was coaching tell me how she could not make sales calls, cold calls. It just was not in her. That was her words. It's just not in me to make cold sales calls. When we finally got down to the real reason behind it, it was a fear of being rejected. If you know sales, that shouldn't be a surprise. The vast majority of salespeople have cold call reluctance. But that is not the end of the story. Working together, she was able to enhance key success factors to better navigate her emotions. What were those key success factors? Emotional intelligence competencies. From that point, she became one of the top salespeople in her organization. How many people, whether they're a salesperson or a leader, never reach their full potential because of self-limitation? That is something when I do coaching with people, we work together to identify any roadblocks that have been self-imposed. The more of those we can remove, the greater the success can be and the greater the satisfaction can be for that person. Now, something similar happened to a senior leader that I know. He was struggling in leading his team. When we explored why he was struggling, it came down to something very simple. He was not a good listener. Listening is more than just hearing someone. It's being fully present for them, understanding their perspective and their feelings, and then practicing empathy in a way that cultivates influence. He was shocked to learn that leading was more about influence than about managing or telling people what to do. He got stuck in that place of uncertainty, not understanding the difference between a manager and a leader. A manager manages. Check the box if you did it right, if you did it on time, if you did it with quality. That's a manager, checking things, tracking things, which is a great skill set to have. Leadership is more. It's about inspiration and influence. All of this is great, right? Except how do we measure influence? This was always my challenge with all of the sales assessments on the market. Most use personality to try and predict sales success. And as I've said before, personality is not a primary predictor of success. Is it helpful? Sure. Absolutely. But it is not a primary predictor of success. We know 
that emotional intelligence is by far the most predictive set of competencies to predict success. Now, many sales assessments use other types of focus, like competencies or techniques. Leadership assessments do exactly the same thing. I was so frustrated for so many years that there wasn't a good assessment that could measure how someone is showing up to influence others. So bottom line, I finally created my own assessment. I call it the EQ Fit Sales Profile. And in the future, there will be an EQ Fit Influence Profile. It's a process of getting the right mindset, which starts with equipping yourself with the right skills, emotional intelligence skills. Those will serve you extremely well in achieving the success and satisfaction that you want, both in life and in work. Now, I've also created along with that courses that go with that to help people, whether it's leadership or sales, to really help people understand how do you put this into practice in very practical ways. Now, the assessment itself measures how people are applying eight critical success factors. Now, where did those come from? Well, I didn't just dream those up on my own. I spent over a year doing research. And out of that research and 30 different sales experts from around the world that I read their books, I read their articles, I studied their research, they all came to agree on eight critical success factors, or at least the majority of them did. Now, to my knowledge, there is no other assessment on the market that measures influence like this, and it does it in real time. So the assessment can be used pre-hire, it can be used for onboarding, for training and development, it can be used for tracking progress in developmental plans, um, to achieve the sales style that is most effective for people. And of course, you know, in different types of sales, a different sales style may be more effective. Now, if you knew how you are showing up to influence others, if you had a mirror you could look in to give you really good feedback on how you're showing up to influence others, would that be helpful? You can have all the skills in the world, all the talent in the world, but if your mindset is not right, it will be a struggle to achieve your best efforts. I'm going to use the word change for a minute. And I know everybody's heard change a lot, and we're probably tired of change. But the reality is the world is changing. And change is constant, which sounds odd, but it's true. There is no way a fixed approach to selling or leading others 
is going to be enough to keep pace with the speed of change. That is why mindset is so critical to success. There's a phrase I used to describe this. Agility is the ability to take advantage of opportunity with speed and efficiency. What does that have to do with change? Change is opportunity. You can see change as a problem. You could see change as something you don't like, and that's up to you. But you could also see change as an opportunity. Agility is the ability to take advantage of opportunity with speed and efficiency. Now, I know agile is an overused word today. But when we think of developing an agile mindset, that has real value. If we sell smarter, actually we're becoming smarter. Not just logically smarter or rationally smarter, but emotionally smarter, conversationally smarter, and smarter with relationships. That goes for leadership as well. Just a few thoughts to finish out. We're all salespeople in certain circumstances. If you are still struggling with that thought, then think of yourself as a person of influence. How much influence you have really depends on you. If you want to influence others more effectively, then follow a simple process to gain insight and understanding and to prepare yourself to be an influencer of significance. What is that process? Assess, equip, and then align your skills, your competencies. Know where you are. Get the clarity that you need. Equip yourself and prepare yourself. Grow those competencies and align those to your goals. And that's when success will be yours. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at eqfit.org.